Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. Can we give God a hand clap of praise today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, when Moses was, the Bible says that he was walking on the backside of the desert, and he looked to his side, and he saw a burning bush. And a voice spoke out of that bush and says, take your feet, take your shoes off. Moses, for your standing on holy ground. I'll be honest with you, I don't know what the significance of him taking his shoes off was, except maybe that God didn't want anything separating him from the his holiness or filling the holiness of God. And that's how I feel this morning. I don't want anything separating me from the holiness of God today. Amen. We don't need a physical manifestation. We don't need a theophany this morning of God, of Jesus Christ, because he already came one time in a physical manifestation. But we're serving a God that we cannot see this morning, an invisible, almighty, omnipotent God, but we're serving a God that we can feel today. And we begin to feel his presence. The Bible says he inhabits the praises of of his people amen we don't need that physical manifestation but if we can just feel his presence this morning whenever we worship him when we magnify him when we glorify him God will inhabit the praises of his people let's worship the Lord this morning No. 
our praise this morning. He deserves all that we can give him. There's nothing that we can do, no matter how much we do it, that could ever measure up to what he's done for us. But he deserves our praise and our worship. Let's praise him this morning.
sing it again this morning. Continue to pray for Pastor Philip Young. He's doing some better, but he's still in critical condition and he still needs our prayers. And also, we need to continue to pray for the rest of his family, his wife and son-in-law and the others in his family that need prayer. We want to pray for David Nichols, Sister Katie Phillips' uncle. He is He's facing intubation today. He's battling COVID and pneumonia. They're going to intubate him. But we know a God that can step in on the scene. And he can just eradicate that in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We want to pray for Sister Stephanie George. The surgery went well. However, obviously, she is in a lot of pain. And so we want to pray for her. And pray for her cousin, Kaylee Wiley. That's the little girl that uh, had, had uh, surgery also. She came through her surgery, but she needs our prayer. Little, little three-year-old, I think. Sister Morrell, three years old. We need to pray for her. Of course, we continue to pray for Sister Samantha and her progress. She needs prayer. God, to intervene in some situations, we pray for her their family. We also need to lift, continue to lift up Sister McCune in prayer. She needs prayer. She's still in the hospital and she needs prayer. And the whole family needs prayer, of course, after the loss of Brother McCune. And so, also we want to remember the ones that are on our screen, the ones that have called in for prayer. We lift them up to the Lord also. And if you have a need in this place, and you would like for the ministry to lay hands on you and pray the prayer of faith, you're more than welcome to come on down. 
We've got some prayer cloths available if you need that. And so why don't we just lift our hands and lift our voices and let's go to God in prayer. Now, I want this sanctuary, I want you to feel the sanctuary with the sound of your prayer. Let it sound as of a rushing mighty wind or as waters that flow. I want you to raise your voices and I want you to lift up and I want you to sincerely pray for these needs because they need it. So come on, everybody, let's go to God in prayer. Jesus, we ask you, Lord, that you touch Brother uh, Pastor Philip Young. Hallelujah. He's sick, God, in the hospital in critical condition, Lord. You know his need. Hallelujah, God. You can eradicate that COVID out of his body. Oh, God, you can take him, Lord Jesus, off of that ventilator, God, in the name of Jesus. We pray, God, that you touch the church there and help them. God, his wife, God, Sister Young, and Brother Tony Nobles, God, we ask you to reach down and touch them. Help them, oh God, raise them up out of the affliction that they're in, God. In the name of Jesus, touch their church. Help them, I pray in Jesus' name, to stay the course. God, we ask you to touch right now David Nichols. Lord, would you just go down right now and reach in and touch his body, Lord. God, help him and raise him up out of the affliction that he is in, facing the COVID and facing pneumonia. God, we, we curse that right now in the name of Jesus. And we ask you, precious God, that you would raise him up right now. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, somebody, let's pray. Let's pray, God. Touch Sister Stephanie George, we ask. God, we pray that you would take that pain, God, and lessen it, God. Take it away in Jesus' name. And Kaylee Wiley, Lord, touch her body, we ask in Jesus' name. Help her raise her up, God, out of the situation that she's in. And Sister Samantha, God, we pray that you would reach down and touch her, God. Continue to let her see progress. Hallelujah. Touch Brother Lee and Brother Jared. God, in the name of Jesus, help them to help her. And in God, we ask you that you would touch Sister McCune in Jesus' name. Lord, she's sick in the hospital, God. And Lord, we know that you can bring healing to her body. You can bring the help that she so sincerely needs. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Why don't you just raise your hands right now. And let's raise our voices in, in, in thanksgiving unto him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Let's give him some praise. Say hallelujah. 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 Come on, somebody. Jesus, Hallelujah. 
Praise God. We know the answer is there. The answer is always Christ. You may be seated if you so desire. Hallelujah. We have a, a new choir song that we're going to sing this morning. And the title of it is simply Willing Vessel. I remember back when I first got in church, I was like, God, whatever you have for me, whatever you want me to do, just send me. And I remember an old song that said, if it's a foreign battlefield where I finally find your will, whatever it may be, God, just send me and I'll go. Do we still have that same desire and burn in our hearts today? Lord, whatever you have for me, that's just what I want to do. I want to be in your will. Come on, somebody. Do you, do you believe it? Do you thank it in Jesus' name? Come on. Don't you want to be in his will? Hallelujah.
give God a great big hand clap of praise this morning. Hallelujah, Jesus. Power to live right. Power to talk right. Power to walk right. Hallelujah. Amen. What kind of power are we talking about? We're talking about the power of the Holy Ghost. The power of the Holy Ghost this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 We're so glad to have Brother Barfield's daughter and grandson with us this morning, visiting with us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glad to have Sister Glenda's daughter over here. Praise God. Good to have Sister Weber's granddaughter with us here this morning at Higher Praise Tabernacle. Praise God. And any other visitor that may be here that I'm not picking up on or paying attention to right now, we're so glad that you came, amen, to church with us here today. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you for your kindness of getting up this morning, coming to church. Amen. On your mind. Praise God. We're getting ready to dismiss into our Sunday school classes here. Praise God. But uh, Sister Morel wanted me to tell all the ladies in the church, Sister, uh, Sister Risinger's information about getting the skirts made are, is on the uh, information desk out there by the back door. So if you would like to stop by there, if you're going to be ordering a skirt from her or whatever, uh, then make sure you stop back there and get the information that you need. Praise God. Hallelujah. I thought, I thought this morning, praise God, as me and Brother Roe was talking right before church, hallelujah, and looking out over the congregation, we both kind of said about the same time, man, the crowd's way off today. The crowd's way off today. Praise God. Hallelujah. A church, a, a church is like a battery charger. A church is like a battery charger. They are several settings on a battery charger, or most battery chargers I ever owned had several settings on the battery charger. There is a quick start setting, which means if you hook the battery charger up to a car, it's going to start up and crank. Quick start, amen, setting. Then there is the two-hour charge, where if you hook the battery up, set it on the two-hour charge, two hours later, amen, you can go out there and crank the vehicle up. Praise God. Amen. And then there is the trickle charge setting. Some of you know where I'm headed with this already. The trickle charge setting. Hallelujah. Well, most churches fit one of those settings. Hallelujah. We come to church to get charged up, right? We come to church, amen, to hallelujah, get recharged, get our batteries recharged. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And most churches fit one of those settings. You ask any pastor, amen, of any church today, hallelujah, what kind of church would they rather pastor, amen, a, a quick starting, amen, church or a quick start, hallelujah, amen, or a two-hour starting church or a trickle charge starting church, hallelujah. And every pastor would tell you, amen, that I've got to pastor a quick start church, Praise God. But for us to pastor a quick charge church this morning, hallelujah, that means that there are people in the church that's going to get there early to pray. Amen. And then when church gets started, they're ready to have church. They're already prayed up. They're already prayed through, and they're ready to have church. Hallelujah. Amen. And as soon as the first song gets started, they're ready in there, and they're having church. That's a quick start church. Hallelujah. The two-hour church is the one that where the people come in and they only get excited after the preacher gets through preaching. You know, you, around here we have about an hour's worth of singing. 
and then close to an hour's worth of preaching most of the time. And then, hallelujah, there's some folks you don't ever really get, amen, with it or, amen, get charged up until it's the end of the preaching, until it's time to say, amen, let's go home. And then we got the trickle charge saints. Amen. Hallelujah. They trickle in. Amen. 10 minutes after church gets started, 15 minutes, 30 minutes after church gets started. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. They come in late, so they didn't pray early before church. They come in late. Amen. So they missed the first congregational song or two and amen, they come in late and they're disoriented because they had so much other things on their mind that they can't really get with the preacher praise God so I really don't know how the trickle charge church works unless it's maybe like this you pick up on something that was said in the house of God and amen six hours later eight hours later ten hours later twelve hours later it clicks in your little brain Amen. That you need to be revived and renewed and recharged in God. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to I wanna pastor a, a quick starting church. Praise God. And you ask any pastor that question this morning, they'll tell you the same thing. Praise God. Hallelujah. We need to come in here. Amen. We need to come through the doors of the house of God. Amen. With our hands lifted up. Amen. Ready to praise God. Ready to worship God. Ready to magnify God. Come on now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Having church shouldn't be like pushing a wagon up the hill all the time. Amen. I know it gets that way occasionally. Amen. But it shouldn't be that way every service. Hallelujah. Amen. I got to get in there and I got to push that wagon up the hill. Hallelujah. Amen. No, we need to get the wagon to the top of the hill before we ever get to church. Amen. We can pray through. Amen. Over our sins and our uh, misbehaviors long before we ever get to the house of God. We can take care of a lot of business at home. Amen. Take care of a lot of business at home long before we ever get, amen, to the house of God. Hallelujah. So that when we do get to the house of God, we're charged up and ready, ready to go. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, I came in here and preached Wednesday night, and I really thought I had an awesome message. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I think I got fewer comments about the message Wednesday night than I have any message in a long time. Praise God. So that goes for that go that goes to say that I don't always think right. Hallelujah. I, I you know I, I still think it was a good message. I think it was, Amen. Helpful and informative. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, so uh, you know uh, I don't know. Hopefully I helped somebody Wednesday night, and I'm coming in here again this morning. Hopefully, hopefully to be able to help somebody again today. Praise God. That's all our purpose is. Amen. To help me and you to be saved. Praise God. Help us to get to heaven, right? Hallelujah. That's why we come to church. Amen. So that we can be ready. Amen. When that time comes. Praise God. I want to turn your Bibles. I want you to turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Ma'am. I thought they already went out. <laughs> I saw a herd of people went out a while ago, so I thought they'd all done left. So the Sunday school classes are dismissed at this time. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 to the adult Sunday school people here. If you call this Sunday school, I don't really call it Sunday school. I just call it having church. Sometimes I come in here 
thinking I'm going to teach and I end up preaching. Sometimes I come in thinking I'm going to preach and I end up teaching. So it's whatever God wants here today, right? Hallelujah. Amen. I want us, I want us to, to focus on what the Scripture says here. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12. I'm going to read through verse 31 if that's all right. And if it ain't all right, I'm going to read it anyway. Hallelujah. For as the body is one and hath many members, and all of the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit we are all baptized into one body, whether we be Jew or Gentile, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one Spirit. One body, one Spirit, right? For the body is not one member, but many members. One body, but many members to that body. If the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say, because I am not the eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? I don't know why so many people want to exclude themselves from the body of Christ, but they are those that sit amongst us because I'm not this and because I'm not that and because I'm not something else. I'm just, I just really don't fit in anywhere here. That's, 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 a, that's a lie. Right. Amen. You're just lying to yourself. Praise God. Hallelujah. So quit doing that. Praise God. If you're not the eye, you're the ear, just be the ear, right? Amen. If you're not the hand, then be the foot. Amen. If you're called to be the foot, praise God. That's what we got going on in churches today. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole were hearing, where would the, where the smelling? But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it pleased him. And if they were all one member, where were the body? Hallelujah. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Nay, much more, those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor. And our comely, uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. For our comely parts have no need, <clears throat> but God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that parts which lacked. <clears throat> that there should be no schism in the body. but that the members should have the same care one for another. And, one, and whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now you are the body of Christ and members in particular. And God has sent some in the church, first apostles, secondly, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers. After that, miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, governments, Diversities of tongues. Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles? Man, I could get I could get upset here. It's not even mentioning pastors here. Hallelujah. Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles? Have, have all the gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret? But covet earnestly the best gift, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. Praise God. God bless you. Thank you for standing.
for the reading of the Word of God. You can be seated here this morning. Praise God. I want you to bear with me and hang on here with me. Hallelujah. For just a, just a little while. Praise God. And I'll try to get it done quicker this morning than I did Wednesday night. I said I'd try. I would try. Right? Praise God. On July the 16th. On July the 16th, 1969, I was 12 years old, praise God, sitting in front of a TV screen. I wasn't watching cartoons. I wasn't watching some silly daytime soap opera. Praise God, I was watching the launching of the Apollo 11 mission to the moon. July the 16th, 1969. That was 51 years ago, six months and six days. That tells you how old I am. Hallelujah, if I was 12 years old and you had 51 years, six months and six days, that tells you I'm 63 years old, almost 64 years old. Praise God. And it was hump day. It was Wednesday. It was the middle of the week. Praise God. The Apollo... Amen. 11 was to be launched from Nassau's Kennedy Space Center on Merritt Island in Florida. The lunar module they were going to launch that day was called the Eagle. Amen. Can you say that with me? The Eagle as a, as a representation. Amen. To America. Praise God. The American Eagle. Hallelujah. Amen. So the mission would carry three men. Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Michael Collins. On July the 24th, four days later, Neil Armstrong was the first human being to set foot on the moon, followed closely by Buzz Aldrin. Michael Collins, amen, was to stay inside of the spacecraft, amen, taking pictures of the event as it unfolded, amen, from the spacecraft. So he did not, amen, actually set foot on the moon, Amen. His job, his duty, amen, was to photograph, amen, the moon landing and the first human beings, amen, walking upon the planet or walking upon the moon. Praise God. And then Thursday, July the 24th, four days later after that, the spacecraft landed safely off of the coast of Hawaii. Praise God. Hallelujah. The mission to put a man on the moon Amen. Was a tremendous success. Hallelujah. Amen. And America was the first country to put a man on the moon. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the 16th of July, amen, it lifted off. The 20th, it landed. And then the 24th, amen, it got back home. Praise God. Now, I intentionally, amen, got ahead of myself on this story. Hallelujah. Amen. For a reason. Praise God. Because there was something, amen, that was etched in my 12-year-old mind back then. Amen. Something that just, uh, amen, was etched in my mind that I have not been able to forget about, amen, for the last 51 years, six months, and six days. Hallelujah. I think about it occasionally. Praise God. I think about sitting there watching the Apollo 11. Amen. Getting ready Amen, for its space flight to the moon. Praise God. Hallelujah. Here's what I remember most about that day. There was concern. Amen, right up until the liftoff. Amen, if the mission would actually be a go 
are a no-go on that day. Praise God. Hallelujah. The, amen. The, the, the spacecraft was on the launching pad. Amen. Things were set for July the 16th. Praise God. Hallelujah. But everything hinged upon, amen, every instrument in the spacecraft, amen, being ready and working. Hallelujah. It also depended upon the weather conditions of that day. Hallelujah. Amen. So there was a lot of talk. Amen. Hallelujah. And there was a lot of concern whether it would actually take place that day. Amen. Or be a no-go on that day. Praise God. They would, that would be determined, amen, by a launch status check. A launching status check. Praise God. Or launching status test. The NASA test director, amen, performed this test via voice communication link, amen, with the rest of the NASA NASA personnel, hallelujah, that was scattered out in different buildings and in different places, amen, on that island, praise God. So the test director, amen, would perform, amen, this last check, amen, before the spacecraft, amen, would make its flight into Amen, the, uh, into the heavens. I remember hearing, amen, this checklist live on TV. Amen, watching the TV screen there, you could see the computer room. Yes, there were computers, amen, uh, that were involved in the Apollo 11, amen, uh, of flight. Praise God. The Apollo 11 was launched using computers. Amen, and computer screens. And I remember seeing into, amen, that, that room that day with all of the computer screens, amen, around the building and all of the different, amen, NASA personnel, amen, in, in their, in their uh, locations around that big room that day. Praise God. Hallelujah. They actually used the first computer, amen, of significance to use integrated circuits and computer chips that day. The first computer, amen, of significance to use integrated circuits and computer chips that day. Now, everybody around here knows me enough that I'm not a computer guru. I don't know what any of that means. But it must have meant something because they wrote it down for us to remember. The first significant computer, amen, that, that used integrated circuits and computer computer chips, praise God. In fact, the astronauts, amen, listen to this, amen, in flight, amen, the astronauts would control the spacecraft, amen, by speaking certain nouns and verbs, amen, into that computer, in flight. They, 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 they learned a language of nouns and verbs that they could speak with their mouth, amen, and speaking those certain nouns and certain verbs, that spacecraft could be guided because of the computer system that was in it, amen, through those nouns and verbs. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I remember seeing all of this stuff, seeing it, amen, right there on that TV screen as I was 12 years old. Praise God. And I remember this checklist live on TV. About an hour before, or close to an hour before launch, amen, time scheduled, praise God. Hallelujah. The TV announcer or the NSA announcer came on uh, the intercom and said, T-minus 61 minutes. Or time, amen, of the launching is in 61 minutes. They called it T-minus 61 minutes and counting. 
Hallelujah. Amen. And in the next 61 minutes, he went down, amen, a checklist of everything that had to be working on that computer before they could send it in outer space. He would say, check, amen, this certain area, amen, and they would respond back to him. He would say, check, and they would say, in place. Then he would go down the list, and he would say, check, and they would say, in place. Check and in place. Check and in place. Down the list, amen, of every, every part of that spacecraft, amen, had to be working, amen, had to be functionable, amen, had to be working on that important day. When they responded by saying in place, amen, they were actually saying, amen, this, this item is in place and is working, praise God. Hallelujah. For an hour, amen, they went over this checklist, one item after another. Praise God. Hallelujah. If one of those items was not in place and working, uh, amen, they would abandon the mission. T-minus 45 minutes and counting. And on down the checklist they went. T-minus 30 minutes and counting. And on down the check line, the checklist they went. Amen. T minus 10 minutes and counting. Closer and closer. Amen. Closer. And for a 12-year-old boy, amen, it was, it was exciting. Amen. The excitement was building. Amen. Hallelujah. And not only me, but I'm sure that there were hundreds and thousands and millions of other people that were watching on that day. Amen. And amen. Every time they would say T minus, amen, and the number would lower. Praise God. The anticipation would just grow and grow and grow. And then T minus three minutes and counting. And then T minus one minute and counting. Praise God. When they got to T minus one minute and counting, Hallelujah. The, the NASA, amen, uh, uh, spokesman there said, hallelujah, all engines running. All engines running. So when they had one minute left, amen, they turned the engines on, however they did that. Amen. But all of a sudden, the engines came alive in that spacecraft. Amen. All engines running. All engines running. Praise God. And then it got down to six Five, four, three, two, one. Hallelujah. And all of a sudden, the announcer, as we saw that spacecraft lift up off of the launching pad and head off into outer space. Hallelujah. The announcer declared, we have a liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hallelujah. Amen. One of the most exciting days of my childhood, I guess. Amen. Thinking back, praise God, I can vividly remember the anticipation. Hallelujah. Is it really going to happen? Amen. And then it does happen. And we follow that spacecraft. The cameras follow that spacecraft. Hallelujah. As it makes its way, amen, into space. Hallelujah. And then it breaks through, amen, the outer space limits of the United States into, hallelujah, outer space. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we're watching it the whole time. Praise God. We follow that spacecraft as it makes its way into outer space. Hallelujah. If you've never seen it, you need to go back and see it and view it. First time human beings walked on the moon. If we as human beings can be so meticulous in checking and making sure 
everything is in place, amen, and working for a moon mission. Hallelujah. See, we were in a race against Russia. Amen. Russia, amen, had already sent a spacecraft up. Praise God. They were intending on, amen, getting just ahead of the United States and going to the moon, but something happened, amen, and it didn't take place. Hallelujah. So America got their, their, their spacecraft, amen, landed on the moon first of all. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we can be so meticulous in checking and making sure everything is in place for a moon mission. Hallelujah, this morning, shouldn't we be checking ourselves and making sure that we are in place, amen, and that we are doing what we're supposed to be doing for God? All because soon and very soon, amen, you hear me, soon and very soon, there's going to be another space mission, amen, but this space mission is going to take us, amen, take everybody that's ready to go with God, amen, we're going to sail past the moon, amen, past the Milky Way, amen, we're going to sail past the stars, hallelujah, amen, past this galaxy, amen, all the way to the heavenly of heavens. Amen, all the way to the throne room of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'm telling you, we need to be getting ready for that trip. Amen. We need to be getting ready for that trip. We need to be checking and rechecking ourselves, making sure, amen, that we are in the place and working. Hallelujah. That's the title of my little message this morning. Hallelujah. In place ready and working. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what we need to be concerned about this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. This, this, uh, this, this space trip that we're about to take is going to take us all the way to where God resides. Eye hath not seen it. Huh? Ear hath not heard. Hallelujah. Neither has it entered to the heart of men the things that is prepared there for us. Hallelujah. Amen. We should be asking ourselves, amen, could it be today? Amen. Is this a go mission today or is this a no-go mission today? It's a daily concern we should have. Hallelujah. Amen. If it is, amen, let's say that it is. Hallelujah. Am I in place? Amen, amen this morning. Am I in place? And it's time for a check-in and a response to the flight mission. Headquarters, hallelujah. Amen, that we are ready. Amen, we are ready for this flight. Praise God, hallelujah. Amen, it's time to check in. It's time to be in place. And it's time to be working for God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Not all of us. all of NASA's flight mission personnel and all of the expertise that they have and all of the education that they have and all of the, amen, tremendous training that they have, praise God, to get those spacecraft ready, amen, for space travel, praise God. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell you this morning, none of that personnel, amen, is going to be involved, amen, in what I'm talking about here today. Hallelujah. Amen. There is no NASA personnel, amen, that's going to do the checklist for us. Amen. It's going to be up to us, hallelujah, to check ourselves out. Hallelujah. Amen. 
It's got to do all, it's got to do with all of the personnel involved in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. It has nothing to do with NASA's personnel and expertise. Hallelujah. But it's got everything to do, amen, with the personnel of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Amen. We are laborers together. We are workers together. Hallelujah. Amen. We are trying to get ourselves ready to meet God, right? Hallelujah. Amen. I know in some ways it is an individual pursuit. Praise God. We've all got to make sure that we are individually ready. Amen. But then we are to assist others. Hallelujah. Amen. In helping them to get ready to meet God. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know how many of you this morning are getting ready to go. Hallelujah. I don't know how many of you have come to church here this morning to, amen, find help in getting ready to go. Hallelujah. But I can assure you that when this, amen, when this flight takes place, amen, there will be more than three human beings involved. Amen. There will be no T-minus 61 minutes counting. Hallelujah. There will be no T-minus 45 minutes and counting. There will be no T uh, 10 minutes, amen, minus and counting. Hallelujah. Amen. This mission uh, will include millions of one God, tongue-talking, spirit-filled saints of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Getting ready. Amen. Getting ready to leave this planet. Hallelujah. Amen. Millions of one God, tongue-talking, spirit-filled. Amen. Saints of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And when we take our flight, we won't even be on a spacecraft. We won't be on a vessel. We will be the vessel. Hallelujah. Amen. We won't need a vessel. We will be the vessel. Hallelujah. Amen. That gets called away out of here. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. We won't be in a spacecraft, but we will be in the church of the living God. Amen. Somehow, I got to connect that story to all that 1 Corinthians chapter 12 has to tell us this morning. Hallelujah. And it's really not all that hard to do. Amen. It's really not all that hard to do today. Praise God. The church is one body with many members. The church is one body with many members. That spacecraft, amen, was one spacecraft with many elements, amen, and members, amen, that had to make it work that day. Hallelujah. One unit like a spacecraft with many parts that need to be in place. And working. Hallelujah. So let's go down the checklist. Hallelujah. How about the head on the body? Well, the head of the body is Christ. He's in place and he's working. Amen. The head of the body of Christ, amen, is Christ. The head of the body is Christ and he's in place and he's working. Amen. We don't have to worry about him doing his job. Amen. We just got to worry about, amen, from the neck down, right? Hallelujah. Amen. Let's take the eyes, the ears, the mouth, and the nose. Let's just say, amen, for the sake of saying something the morning, this morning, that that represents the ministry. Amen. They are seeing, amen, what we, amen, need to see, and they are alerting us to what we need to see. Amen. They are listening, amen, for strange voices, hallelujah, amen, to alert us of false doctrine and false teaching. Amen. They are the mouthpiece that preaches to us 
and leads and guides us through their teaching and preaching. Amen. They are the eyes, the ears, the mouth, and the nose. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, they are even the nose. Amen. Because everything's got to pass the smell test. Amen. Every preacher that is worth his salt. Hallelujah. Amen. We'll begin to notice things. Hallelujah. Amen. And there's a lot of things going on in church today that just don't meet the smell test. Amen. But that's, that, that all represents the ministry. Amen. And they are in place and working. Hallelujah. Amen. How about the neck? Let's designate the neck to the pastor's wives or the preacher's wives. Because my wife likes to tell me she's the neck that turns the head. So we'll lot her that. Amen. And I'm telling you this, she's in place, amen, and she's working, praise God. How about the arms? Are they in place working? How about the fingers? How about the torso? How about the legs, the feet, and the toes? Are all of those, amen, members of the body, are they in place and are they working? Hallelujah. And all of these things that I just described to you this morning, amen, these things could be considered the comely parts. Of the body. The parts whose movements can be seen and appreciated. The comely parts. Amen. The parts that are out in the open, the face, the head, the arms, the legs, the fingers, the toes, all amen of the comely parts, that which is seen, that which is noticed, that which amen is appreciated. Praise God. Hallelujah. But what about the uncomely parts? The parts that cannot be seen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to let you decide what's the most important. Hallelujah. Amen. The heart. You can't see the heart. The lungs, the liver, the stomach, the intestines, the blood vessels. Praise God. The human body is made up of 206 bones and over 600 different muscle masses. Hallelujah. There are 41 chemical elements, amen, that exist in most human beings. There are arteries, there are veins, there are tissues, and they are cells that make up the human body. Hallelujah. It took NASA 61 minutes to go down through their checklist, amen, but we couldn't come, come close, amen, this morning of going through all of the parts of the body in 61 minutes. 61 minutes they went through their checklist. I don't know how long it would take us all, all, all to go through. Amen. The checklist of all of the parts of the body. Amen. The parts of the body just go on and on and on. Amen. The list just grows, oh, grows and grows and grows. Hallelujah. And somewhere in that list of body parts is where you are. Somewhere in that list of body parts is where you are, where I am. We're in that list. One body, many members of the body. Hallelujah. Amen. All of us, amen, different from each other. All of us performing, amen, different but vital functions, amen, to make sure that the body of Christ is ready this morning. Hallelujah. For space travel, they would check 
they would say in place and ready. You know why they did that? Because NASA didn't want to blow up a multi-million dollar spaceship with all of the eyes of the world looking at, looking at them. See, all of the eyes of the world, all of the nations of the world, amen, their eyes was on America. They were on, amen, America's space travel and spacecraft, hallelujah. Amen, they knew that other countries had tried and failed, hallelujah. So they, amen, they certainly had all of their eyes on us that day. Amen, and they went through this meticulous checklist because they didn't want to embarrass themselves by blowing up a multi-million dollar spacecraft before the eyes of the world. Hallelujah. Amen. So I said all of that to say this. If we are preaching the truth this morning, and we are, amen, then we've got to get out of here at some point. Hallelujah. Amen. If we are preaching the truth, if what we preach is real, amen, and I believe it with all of my heart, we, the church, have got to get out of here at some point. Some point in history, we got to get out of here. We got to check out of here. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And here's what Paul said that we've got to get to all of the comely parts. And I'm not going to read it over to you. You can just go and figure it out for yourself. Amen. But Paul's advice, amen, to all of the comely parts, amen, is this. All of the parts that are seen and that are easily noticed and paid attention to in the kingdom of God, that part of the body needs to lose the mindset that I'm more important than anybody else in here. I'm the most important person in this church. Look at me. Hallelujah. Amen. This church probably couldn't survive without me. Amen. I don't know. I hope to God nobody's got that mindset, but I'm certain, uh, amen, that there are people in churches across this nation, amen, that think that if they give up church or if they quit going to a church, that church is going to crumble and fall. Hallelujah. Well, we have survived that mindset in the past. Amen. We've had a lot of people come and go. We've had a lot of leaders come and go. Amen. But this thing has been, amen, we've been going on for 38 years now. Hallelujah. Amen. And I think we might could survive it again if we had to. Amen. But don't ever, amen, get the mindset, hallelujah, that the church will not go on without you. Hallelujah. Amen. You're important to the kingdom of God. But the existence of the church is not dependent upon you. Amen. So the comely parts, they need to lose that mindset that I'm more important than everybody else around here. And then we need to, in return, we need to lift up and honor those uncomely parts. Uncomely parts. Comely parts. I'll get it right now. Those who quietly go about doing their jobs without being noticed or seen. In fact, they actually may be the more important parts of the body. <laughs> according to the Word of God, hallelujah, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, the, the uncomely parts may be the most important parts of the body. Praise God. You decide, amen, for yourself this morning. What's more important? A heart that cannot be seen or a hand that can be seen. What's the most important part? The comely part or the uncomely part? The seen part or the unseen part? 
Hallelujah. What's more important, a heart that can't be seen or a hand that can be seen? A lung that cannot be seen or legs that can be seen? How about a liver or a kidney compared to fingers and toes? Amen. Comparing comely parts, obvious parts, seen parts. Hallelujah. To those that are unseen. Hallelujah. Amen. You got to decide. Amen. What's more important? Praise God. Hallelujah. What, are you, what is your point in all this, Brother Rail? My point is, is, is this. Amen. If you are not a comely part, amen, if you're not up front, amen, often seen and often heard and often paid attention to, hallelujah, amen, that's no, that don't mean that you're not, amen, an important part of the body of Christ because you are. Amen, you are this morning. I came in here this morning, amen, to kind of lift up and get a little boost, amen, to the uncomely parts, hallelujah. Amen, that help to make up higher praise tabernacle, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Amen, we've all got a place, whether it's comely or uncomely. Whether you're in the choir or not in the choir, whether you're a preacher or not a preacher, whether you're a Sunday school teacher or not a Sunday school teacher, amen, you are a part of the body of Christ. Amen, if you go about doing your business, amen, checking yourself, making sure that you're right with God, amen, and you're looking for places that you can work for God and you don't need attention, hallelujah, Amen, you don't need to be bragged on. You don't need to be patted on the back. You don't need to be telling, hey, 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 amen, I, I see what you're doing. Hallelujah, and I appreciate what you're doing. If you don't need all that, you may be a very important part to our praise tabernacle. We all got a place, whether comely or uncomely. Hallelujah. We all need to be in place, in our place, and ready to work for God. We need to be in our place and ready to work. Well, as they went down all of those instruments in that spacecraft, the response was in place, which meant in place and working. This instrument is working properly. Hallelujah. There's only one body of Christ. Amen. And that body's got a flight mission to get ready for. You hear me? Amen. There's only one body of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. And that body of Christ has got a flight mission that we've got to get ready for. So do what you do and do it well. Do you hear me? Do what you do and do it well, whether you are noticed or not. Hallelujah, whether you ever get a pat on the back or not, do your job, do, your, do what you're called to do. Be in your place, be ready to work, do that work. Hallelujah, amen, because you are actually helping the church, amen, to get ready for that flight. Hallelujah, amen. Pretty soon the clock will tick down. Yeah, it will. You won't hear it. I could watch it on that TV screen when I was 12 years old. I could see that clock ticking down from T minus 61 minutes, T minus 45 minutes, T minus 30 minutes, T minus 15 minutes, then T minus 10 minutes, 5 minutes, T 
T minus one minute. Engines are running. Engines are running. Amen. We're not going to get to hear anything like that on this flight that I'm talking about. There'll be no alert. There'll be no alarm. Hallelujah. Listen, hey, amen, church, we got one hour to get it ready. We got one hour, amen, to get ready. Hallelujah. There won't be no warning like that. Amen. You got to take the warnings. You got to take, amen, the teaching and the preaching and the warnings from the, from the man of God and the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. To make sure, amen, that we're not always just getting ready. Amen. But we are ready. Are you ready this morning for this flight? Hallelujah. Amen. We won't hear the countdown. Hallelujah. There'll be no six, five, four, three, two, one blast off. Hallelujah. <laughs> There'll be nobody screaming in an intercom. We have a lift off. We have a lift off. We have a lift off. Amen. The Bible says it's going to take place. Amen. In a moment and in a twinkling of an eye. Amen. That church, the church is going to take that flight in a moment and the tinkle, uh, twinkling of an eye. Hallelujah. In Mark chapter 13, verse 32, let's read this verse of Scripture. But of that day and that hour knoweth no man, no. <laughs> I like how he said that, no. No man, no. Not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father, the Spirit of God. Amen. It's the only one, amen, that knows when that time is going to be. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. No man knows the day, the day, or the hour. Notice the countdown. Amen. It could have said no man knows the year, the month, the day, or the hour. Amen. But thank God it, it cut a lot of that out. It said no man knows the day or the hour. That is the countdown. Hallelujah. There will be no T6, no T. Uh, 61 minutes and counting, praise God, because no man knows the day nor the hour, and we could go on and say, nor the minute. Hallelujah. It will all go down in a moment and in the twinkling of an eye. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 52 tells us that. Praise God, if I gave them the scripture, I did. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Hallelujah. Amen. How, how are we going to know when it takes place? Hallelujah. The thing about it is we won't know, amen, the day, the hour, the moment that it takes place. So that means we need to be in place and getting ready, amen, and hopefully, amen, prepared for that moment and that twinkling of an eye. The question we have to answer this morning is this. Are we waiting on him to come or is he waiting on us to get ready to come? Some, some kind of question, right? Amen. Are we down here just, amen, waiting on God to come to get us? Amen. Or is he actually sitting up right there on that throne waiting on us to get ready? Amen. If I had a choice in the two, if I was forced to decide, amen, I would take the second choice over the first choice. Hallelujah. Amen. Because I believe there's a whole lot of people down here that ain't quite got it ready yet. Ain't quite ready yet. Amen. So God in his mercy, hallelujah, and in his long suffering and in his patience with mankind, hallelujah, he is keeping the door of the church open, amen, for as long as he can. 
Hallelujah. So that as many that would hear him and receive him, uh, amen, would have time to get ready to spend eternity with him. It's God's mercy that we live to see 2021. When I got in church in, May, in March of 1979, the way the preachers was preaching back then, amen, I was expecting God to come any day, any moment of any day. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, well, I'll never live to see 1980. And then I'll never live to see, amen, the year 2000. Then I'll never live to see the year 2010. I thought, God, you know, we should have been out of here a long time ago. How many of you had that same thought? <laughs> Lord, we should have been gone a long time ago. Amen. But God knows what he's doing, and God knows whether we're ready or not. Amen. So if he's lingering, amen, he's lingering for our own benefit. He's just giving us another day, another week, another month, another year, hallelujah, to make sure that we get it right so that we can be in place. We can be the member of the body that we are called to be. We can be that part of the body, amen, that's, that is making the body of Christ function and work. Amen. Do the work of the kingdom of God today. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So he's waiting on us today. So if you're here this morning under the sound of my voice and, hey, amen, you know that you got issues that need to be taken care of. Amen. What's wrong with now? I preached it just a week or two ago. Amen. What's wrong with now? Hallelujah. You didn't take care of it that day. Amen. But here is another day, and I'm here to remind you, what's wrong with today? What's wrong with now? Hallelujah. Matthew 24 and verse 38 says this, for in the days that were before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Hallelujah. Amen. So, uh, I guess I can derive from that verse of Scripture the same thing that you have probably already derived from that verse of Scripture. Hallelujah. The day of the second coming, amen, of Jesus Christ is just going to be an ordinary day. Amen. Hallelujah. It's going to be a business as usual day. Amen. Men and women are going to be getting up. They're going to be going to work. They're going to be eating. They're going to be drinking. They're going to be marrying. They're going to be giving in marriage. It's going to be just an ordinary day. The day that Jesus comes and takes his bride out of here. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible says that the world Amen, was not ready then, amen, and the world will not be ready, amen, at the second coming of Christ. I said the world, amen, will not be ready, amen, in our day just like it was not ready in Noah's day, praise God, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, why was Noah ready? How did, Noah, how did Noah get ready? How did Noah's family get ready when everybody else in the world was not prepared for that rainfall? Hallelujah. I'll tell you why Noah was ready. Noah had been working on that ark for many years. 
Amen. Amen. The, the, the experts cannot agree on how long he worked on that ark. Amen. The estimation is somewhere between 75 years and 120 years. Hallelujah. So far, all of those many, many, many years, amen, Noah had been getting up in the morning and he'd been going out to that, amen, building site, amen, where he was building that ark and he was spending his time building an ark. Not only was Noah going out there, his sons and his, amen, and his family, amen, his wife was going out there helping him, amen, and contributing labor, amen, and patience with Noah as it took him years and years and years to ever get that ark built. Hallelujah. And I can see Noah going out there every day, amen, with his board in hand, with his checklist in hand, amen, and just going down that checklist, checking it again, amen, rechecking it the next day, rechecking it the next year, hallelujah, making sure everything was still in place, making sure that everything was still functional and working, Amen, so that if on that day, hallelujah, the rain began to fall, amen, that ark would float, praise God. I can see Noah going down that checklist every day, making sure that he had every part in its rightful place, and making sure that those parts were in working condition. That's where we are today, church. Amen, that's where we are today. Hallelujah, I've been serving God over, over 41 years now, 41 and a half years some of you uh, some of you have been serving God longer than I have, much longer than I have. Hallelujah. We've been at this for a long time. But you know what we're doing? Amen. We're looking at a checklist that we have to go down every day, making sure that we're right with God and we're still doing the work that God called us to do. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Making sure that everything was right, in its right place, and every part was in working condition. When the second coming of the Lord takes place, we will be ready. You say, Brother Morell, that's a strong, strong message of confidence there. Hallelujah. Well, I ain't through with my sentence yet. Hallelujah. I'm not through with my statement yet. We will be ready if we are in our places Doing the work that God has called us to do. If we are checking that checklist every day and making sure, hallelujah, that we are working every day for the Lord, doing what He's called us to do in the place that He called us to do that, come on now. Hallelujah. Noah had been working at it a long time, but you know what? When that rain fell, he was inside that ark. And when God shut that ark door and he could hear the screams of the other people outside, he sure was glad that he spent 75 to 120 years working on an ark. Hallelujah. I'm telling you this morning, amen, it's going to be worth it all. Hallelujah. Amen. When we walk, when we walk through those, amen, pearly gates, hallelujah, and we walk down that streets of gold and we see the walls of jasper, amen, and we hear the words, enter in my good and faithful servant. Hallelujah. Amen. The difference between us and Noah, amen, Noah heard the screams of those that were missed, that missed out on the trip. Amen. But thanks be unto God, hallelujah, amen, when we get to the portals of heaven, amen, I won't have to hear the screams of those that did not make it, hallelujah, amen, it wouldn't be heaven if I had to hear it, 
Amen. It wouldn't be heaven if I had to hear the screams of those, amen, that were not in their place and that were not busy working for God. Hallelujah. So when we get there, amen, all of those that didn't get there, we'll be going to another place, a not so pleasant place, a hot place, a burning place. Amen, a place that burns with fire eternally. Hallelujah. Amen. And when I think about it, when I just think, and amen, when I stop and pause and amen, think about how it would be to end up in hell. Hallelujah. I don't even like to go down that line of thinking. Hallelujah. But I do it every once in a while to remind myself, amen, that there's a lot of people going to hell and I need to be doing my job. Amen, trying to preach to them and help them to get ready to go. To get in their place. I don't know, amen. I don't know what might have upset your apple carts here today. I don't know what might have got you disoriented or off a of track. Hallelujah. But some of y'all folks that used to be very faithful, uh, amen, are not quite so faithful anymore. I don't know what upset you. Nobody's come to me and said, Brother Rail, you did this or so and so did that. Amen. But if you look at yourself and you examine yourself and you realize, hey, I'm not going to church the way that I used to go to church. I'm not praying the way that I used to pray. Amen. I'm not seeking God the way that I used to seek God. Amen. And I'm telling you, you're not in your place and you're not doing the work that God's called you to do. You got to get back in your place. Amen. And I came to this pulpit this morning, amen, to challenge you to get back in your place. Amen. To challenge you to get back to work for God. Hallelujah. Amen. Why am I doing that? Because we are running out of time. Six, five, four, three, two, one. We have a liftoff. It's going to happen anytime. It could happen any day, any time of the day. It could even be on hump day. It could be in the middle of the week. In fact, I hope it does happen. I said that to be a joke, but y'all didn't laugh. What, what, uh, what better pick me up on a hump day than... <laughs> They get to go to heaven, right? Yeah. Go to heaven on hump day. Middle of the week. That's when they sent that Apollo 11 off. <laughs> I'm not saying we're going to go to heaven on a Wednesday. I don't care if it's a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday. I just want to be ready when he calls. I want to be ready when he comes. Amen. And the thing about that, I, I'm up here. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to be ready. Amen. I don't want to go to heaven by myself. You don't want to go to heaven by yourself. I want to be able to see you and know you. Amen. As you are known when we get over there. Come to the music, Brother Clint, if you would. Hallelujah. We sang a song this morning. I want to be a willing vessel. I want to be a willing vessel, a vessel you can use. We sang that. I want to be a willing vessel, a vessel you can use. Let me, let me say this. God's not looking for talent. God's not looking for ability. God is looking for availability. Hallelujah. When all of the armies of Israel were shaking in fear over a giant down there in that valley, here come little David. David didn't go there and fight that day. 
David didn't go there, amen, to, amen, to defeat a giant that day. He went there to take food for his brothers. He went there to kind of cheer up his brothers and bring them some cheese and bring them some food and Amen. Just see how things were going in the camp of Israel. Hallelujah. But as David was over there talking to his brothers, that old giant happened to show up down there in that valley. Amen. He didn't go there to fight that giant that day. But when he looked around and saw that none of his brothers were going to go fight the giant, the king wasn't going to go fight the giant. He said, is there not a cause? I'll go fight the giant. Hallelujah. David was not trained in warfare like the others was. He was not a trained soldier like the others was. Amen. He didn't possibly have, amen, some of the skills that other soldiers might have had. They had all the skills, but they weren't willing to go fight the giant. Hallelujah. But David stepped up and said, I'll go fight him. I'll go fight the giant. God's not looking for prestige. He's not looking for fame. He's not looking for popularity. He's not looking for skills and abilities. God is looking for availability today. Hallelujah. If you sang that song with us, I want to be a willing vessel, a vessel you can use this morning. I want you to stand with me. I want us all to stand together. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to be a vessel you can use this morning. Say yes. Yes. Yes, yes, say yes, God. I want to say yes to me, God. I want to be a willing. Let me say something. Amen. The promises of God are yea and amen. God is saying yes to people that will make themselves available to Him. Hallelujah. So they're going to sing a little song. I, I, I just want you to, I'm not going to ask you to come up to the front. I'm not going to ask you to come around the altar. I'm just going to ask you to stand right there simply where you're at. The words of that song may just be the most important words that we could be saying to the Lord today. You hear me? The words of that song may be the most important words that we could be saying to God today. Lord, I want to be a willing vessel. I want to be a vessel that you can use. He's looking for somebody that is just ready and willing to make themselves available to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Now I'm telling you, if you'll make yourself available to God, Amen. He will make you a part of his body that is functional and important to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. I want you to lift your hand to God together and let's pray. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, God, I'm praying for every willing vessel, God, today, Lord. Hallelujah. God, that's not really busy for you, God. That's not really doing, amen, the work for you right now, God. Hallelujah. But they, they came to this church this morning. They have sit here and they have listened closely to what I've preached to them today, God. Hallelujah. God, and they're lifting their hands to you right now, God. Hallelujah. Say, God, I want to be a willing vessel, God. Whatever you want me to do, I'm willing to do it, God. I want you to use me, God, not to my honor and glory, God, but I want you to use me, God, to your honor and glory. Hallelujah. God, use me. God, use me. Hallelujah. When that trumpet sounds, God, I want to be in my place. I want to be in my place in that body of Christ. Hallelujah. I want to be in my place and I want to be doing the work that you call me to do, God. Hallelujah, God. God, I'm here this morning on Sunday morning. Get ready. Get ready for that, 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 that flight, God. Hallelujah. We're going to be taking for that soon, God. The instrument.
come in and be ready to be used because God will change you today. Hallelujah. Send me out Oh, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God. Come on. Come on, sing it. Come on, let's give God our heart.
your place on the potter's wheel. Amen. That that you can mold and shape into the likeness and the image that you so desire for me to be. I don't want to be so stubborn. I don't want to be so rebellious. I don't want to be so hard, God, that I'd be one of those vessels that's cast out the back door into the potter's field. I don't want to be a castaway. I don't want to end up in the potter's field. I want to be a vessel molded, made, shaped, hallelujah, by your precious hands this morning. That's exactly what God is trying to do. God is trying to mold somebody and make somebody into everything that he wants you to be. Hallelujah. Just make yourself available to God. Make yourself available to God and he'll start using you. Sunday in the month. Amen. If you got an offering, if you prepared an offering to give Brother Barfield, make sure you give it to him before you leave here today. Be a blessing to him. Be a blessing to him. God will bless you in return. Praise God. So God bless you. Shake hands. Give a big thumbs up, a fist bump, or whatever it is you do. Let somebody know you love them and appreciate them. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Praise God. <laughs>